Hi, welcome to Lights, Camera, Author. I'm Jim Juno, and this is the podcast where we talk with authors who write books uh, dealing with mainly movies, TV, uh, entertainment, and I have with me today the queen of crime novels. Her name is Kathy Rikes, and she, if you, if you haven't read her books, I'm sure you've seen her TV work. She was the executive producer for the show Bones on the Fox Network, which is Still, uh, Kathy, I still think it's being shown 24 hours a day on cable someplace. I think so. Around the world, we're everywhere still. So <laughs> we went out of production, what, five years ago, but we're still there. I think I saw it yesterday on one of the cable channels. It was just nonstop bones all day. Good for uh, us. <laughs> I know it. But the bone hacker, now this is, now it, this is what you're, you're, 150th Tempe Brennan book now, or <laughs> 22nd, you're close, 22nd. 22nd. And yeah. you, and you know what, and you and I have known each other now for 20, 22 years. Wow, that's all the way back to the very first books, yeah. Yeah, and I, and Kathy, you've been my friend for all that time, and I just want to say a thank you so much to it. Oh, we, well, it's been my pleasure. Well, I tell you what, let's hope you feel that way after the podcast. So, <laughs> but now this book, you, uh, you start out, um, you know, when I was reading it, I was thinking, oh, she starts out on a boat. And then suddenly after you, that's actually kind of what, what um, Alfred Hitchcock called a MacGuffin. Uh, you, you immediately in chapter two, go back to July 4th. And she's okay. not on a boat. So let me let me ask you the research that went into this book. Oh, every book. I research every tiny little thing. I, re I do big block research for the major components like the setting. Um, that was tough duty having to go to the Turks and Caicos Islands in the winter. Um, the, <laughs> the science that I'm going to use because I write murder mysteries, the difference is the solution is driven by science and I don't want to just use forensic anthropology in every book. So I use a different kind of forensic science in each book. So I do a lot of that research before, or I set it in motion. I'm lucky because I'm a member of the American Academy of Forensic Sciences. And I have a lot of colleagues in all the different fields, toxicology and odontology and blood spatter pattern analysis and whatever. So when I've chosen what I'm going to use as the science, I will send out feelers to colleagues to see who might be, or actually send out questions so that when it gets time in the writing, I'm going to turn this off. When it gets time in the writing at that point, I want to have the material at hand. So I begin the research before I start writing. But then as I write, I constantly research. I constantly go out to the net and check every little detail. Now that's a, that's different than what, well, when you first started, the net wasn't around. So you that's that gosh, is it don't make me feel old. Is that true? <laughs> we had no internet? Well, I, it it was there, it was around, but not like it is today with yeah. video and, and how yeah. we can you know, you could be you could be in Australia and I could be talking to you like we're in the next room, which exactly. is and that's speaking as a geek, that's been the biggest change, I think, in the field for internet is how everybody's using it now. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. is this the first book that I'm trying to remember? And forgive me if I'm wrong, because I'm getting old. 
myself. <laughs> you <Okay>. know, <laughs> um, is this the first book that you've dealt with water deaths? Gosh, uh, certainly the first book I've de- dealt with lightning because yeah. it opens with a man being struck by lightning and then he falls off the Jacques Cartier Bridge in Montreal into the St. Lawrence River. So it, for a while, the book was called tentatively Lightning. I always give it just a placeholder title. I'm trying to think if I've had any drowning deaths before. I know there was a woman recovered in one book from a body of water in a barrel. I don't know if that counts. Um but I don't think I specifically have dealt. My readers will hopefully prove me wrong if I am wrong, but I don't think I've specifically dealt with drowning deaths. I was going to say, I don't recall. I mean, I know you had air crashes, fatal voyage. Um, And of course, uh, you know, the DNA has been, has been a big part of the books. um, Has not since the books began back in a a death du jour. No, back Deja Dead was the first one. Deja and yeah, DNA technology was not where it is today. We were using for identification, we were using good old fingerprints and dental records, and that was it. And that's and nowadays everything's a science. Everything is everything is no is there still room for gut feelings in Tempe Brennan's uh world? Yes, although she tends to shy away from that instinct. She'll follow instincts. Um, but the detectives often are the ones that have more. And we did a reversal about that with the TV show, where mm-hmm. Celie Booth was the one who was more inclined to go with gut instinct. And Tempe was more the logical thinker. It had to be objective and scientific. We did that kind of gender reversal thing mm-hmm. with that. You uh, did. I got to ask you, Tempe, who's she based on? Well, she's based on me. When I wrote the first book, I had no training in creative writing. I had only done scientific writing. And I figured I might as well just base the protagonist on myself because it's easier that way. So she's a female. She's a forensic anthropologist. She commutes between the Carolinas and Quebec mainly. Although she gets around, she's been a lot of different places as the books have progressed. Um, she's got a pretty dry sense of humor, a cutting sense of humor, sarcasm. She's quite good at. So we share those traits. She also has traits that are strictly her own, her difficult romantic life, her she, she's an alcoholic and therefore a non-drinker. That certainly isn't me. Um, the non-drinker part is certainly not me. Anyway, <laughs> she's, she is partly me, but she's also partly her own person. I got to ask you, how has she, how has the writing changed over the years or has it changed for you? Well, I hope it's gotten better uh, when I pick <laughs> up a book every now and then I have to go back to the early books to, to check a fact of some kind. And, you know, there's so many um, not cliches so much, but um, a lot of similars, similes and metaphors. I've cut back on that a bit. Hopefully the writing has always been economical. My style is is a very minimalist style of writing, <laughs> I've been called. Um, hopefully it's improved. Hopefully it's gotten smoother. I tell you what, it, I mean, it's got it's gotten you busier, hasn't it? I mean, before you were mainly a forensic anthropologist. Now are you, uh, are you, how are you? I can't talk today, but (laughs) how do you view yourself now? Are you a writer who dabbles in forensic anthropology or are you a forensic anthropologist who dabbles in writing? Well, in the early days, I was a full-time academic. Mm -hmm. I was teaching a full university load. 
And uh, I started Dad in 1994 because a number of things came together. I made full professor, which is the highest rank you can achieve. And I had just finished uh, working on a serial murder case. So I had the opportunity, the freedom to try something new. And I had an idea for a story. So I brought those together in 1994. I had to squeeze it in back in the day because I was teaching full time. I was commuting between the Carolinas and Quebec doing casework. Uh, and I had three kids as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I really, if I had a free moment, I had to write. And I would get up at six in the morning, write for a couple hours before going onto campus. Now I'm retired from university. I'm largely retired from forensic casework. So I have the luxury of being a full-time writer now. So it's a much more leisurely pace. How have you, how's your, has your writing style, you said you it's gotten better. I agree with that. I mean, it was great to begin with. Uh, you won that you won awards for your very first book. So you got, a, you had a lot of things to build upon there, yeah. a lot of pressure. Um, but how has, how has, or has your writing changed in the era of what's the right term? Wokeism or. Um, oh, you know, yeah. Um, well, my characters have always had a pretty liberal worldview, but I also like to put in characters that are a little crustier and a little less woke, shall we say. <laughs> Skinny Slidell on the Carolina end, Luke Claudel on the Montreal end. So these are, you know, kind of crusty, curmudgeonly old homicide detectives. And I really like Skinny Slidell. He's, a, I mean, he's all bluff and bluster, but underneath it, he's he's actually a pretty good Pretty good guy. And he comes through in the end. How about Andrew Ryan? Andrew Ryan's a good guy. Yeah, he's he's hung in there for 22 books. Mm-hmm. Um, the, at first, they were not at all romantically involved, and they've had their ups and their downs in their relationships. But now they're in a pretty good place. And in this book, they're, they're actually, uh, co- maybe the book before that, they've actually bought a condo together in a high-rise building, very different setting. Uh, for the for both of them, he sold his condo at Habitat 67. She sold her garden apartment condo thing, and they bought this three bedroom, very slick, very modern ah. condo on the 16th floor, 23rd floor, I don't remember, in Montreal. And then she built onto her townhouse in Charlotte, so that they have space to cohabitate on both ends of their rather geographically complicated relationship. So they're in a pretty good place now, but they haven't always been. But he's a good guy. Yeah. How, um, what are, what's the, oh gosh, I'm going to ask you a loaded question here. What's the future hold for them? I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not (laughs) sure that they know. They're playing it day by day. Um, It's going pretty well living together. But, you know, every time I say that, something, something always crops up. So Uh, I'm working on book 23. So we'll see. So we have another Tempe book coming down the pike. Yes, it will be called um, Fire and Bones, and it will be out next next year at this time. All right. Well, then I'm going to have you back on then, too. <laughs> Every year. Every year, it seems. Yeah. And until you finally learn your lesson saying, oh, no, we're not going to do that anymore. Um, but, you know, you've had 22 bestsellers. Oh, no, more than that, because the other the other series. Yeah, we have the virals, the young adult series that I wrote with my son. Yeah, I mean, so that's, a, I think you've got five of those? Mm-hmm. 
five of them. And then there was a sixth, which was a collection of novellas that we mm -hmm. pulled together. You mentioned earlier, um, I wanted to pronounce this right, because I was hoping you would now, uh, say it first, Turk and Caicos Island. Turks and Caicos, yes, perfect. I got it right. Great. You got okay. it right. Now, you said you went there in December. Yeah. <laughs> Tough work. Yeah, of course I did. <laughs> it's, in the, it's in the Caribbean, you know. I know it. I'm like, you know, and I'm just wondering how different of an atmosphere that is. I I don't want to say law wise. That's not a right. That's not the right word. But um, investigation wise, that's a longer wrong word. Yeah, How's investigation wise, it's probably pretty similar. But law wise, it is different because it's a British system. I was fortunate in that uh, I approached the woman who was the head of detectives, I believe, uh, for the Royal the Turks and Caicos Royal Police Force. And she was very helpful to me and really took me through the paces of how law enforcement works down there. That's something you may not have seen 20 years ago as a, as a female head of law enforcement. Yeah, she's head of detectives, I think. She was British, but they have a sabbatical, not a sabbatical, but an exchange program. And she was in the Turks and Caicos in that position for, I forget, seven years or something. Mm -hmm. That's fantastic. And, you know, so that's that's been something that, and I hate to sound like one of the old crusty uh, characters <laughs> from your books, but the females, the females have made great strides in the law enforcement uh, field, haven't they? Well, they certainly have in forensic science. Um, there are a lot of female forensic board certified. We actually counted one time and it was much better. Like the dentists were running 99 to one men to women, whereas the anthropologists at that point were like three to one men to women. So maybe maybe because we're academically based, it's hard to say. But anyway, things are getting better. Um, I've yet to really work with a homicide detective. Um female homicide detective, but they're coming. I'm sure they're coming up oh, the yeah. ranks. Now, I want to I want to touch base again on the book. Um, do you have a fear of water? Are you in the book? I do not. I do okay. not have a fear of water. In fact, I swim laps most days when it's it's plenty hot right now here in Charlotte. <laughs> I'll tell you. Yeah. And that's and well, I you're better than me because I have a I have a deep fear of water. I will not go near it. Okay. Um, but um because you mentioned in the book, in the very first paragraph, or very first chapter, Tempe also swims laps. Yes. So I see I see a lot of her. Yeah, yes. You, <laughs> there you go. It's easier than making the stuff up, right? I was going to say, for those of you listening on audio, she shrugged her shoulders and went, yeah. <laughs> and uh, But, you know, it just, it just seems like everything has gotten so much smoother again in your books. Um, they're like visiting old friends. And they don't stay for enough for a longer to overstay their welcome. Uh -huh. But it's like it's like, okay, fine. We get we get some more, we get some more Tempe and some more Andrew and some more skinny. And I like I'm sorry, being an American, I like them when they go into Charlotte and stay in America. Okay. But that's that's just my two cents worth, okay? okay. All your Canadian fans, please don't send me hate mail. Okay, I love no, Canada. She's also gone. She's she goes where I go. I went to Guatemala to exhume a mass grave. She went to Guatemala. I've gone to Afghanistan on a USO tour to thank the troops for their service. She went to Afghanistan. I went to the Northwest Territories, Yellowknife. She went there. So she goes places I've gone. Israel. Um, I'll never write about a place I don't research and 
have visited and learned from to your know. Twitter from your Twitter feed. I know you just got back from Zimbabwe. I did. I did. I yeah, I took my whole family, all of my kids and six grandkids, and we went on safari in um where'd we go? We flew in and out of South Africa, but went to um hello, I'm blanking. Botswana, Zimbabwe, and Zambia. Amazing. What was that like? Oh, it was just unbelievable. I I that was the fourth time I'd been on safari. Mm-hmm. I've done it in Kenya, Tanzania, and South Africa. And this was spectacular i thought and the kids loved it they just loved it you don't shoot the animals please tell me absolutely not and it's just appalling when i see those photos on on twitter the people proudly smiling standing next to a beautiful giraffe that they killed it just it just makes me fills me with rage and repulsion yeah i mean it's like it's it's horrible and um well then that leads me to my next question um should tempe should we be looking for Tempe to go to Zimbabwe? Or I don't know. Not in the next book, because I'm I'm maybe a third of the way through it. I should be further. Don't tell my publisher I said that. <laughs> um, but it's set in Washington, D.C. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, yeah. I, yeah. So we'll keep her at home. You'll like that. Yeah. Based in Richmond, it's only 90 miles away. Okay. There you go. Well, the book is The Bone Hacker. The author is Kathy Reichs. Kathy, again, thank you for being on Lights, Camera, Author today. Thank you so much.